Hey there, welcome to the Reignite Your Light podcast, and I'm your host, Missy Mo. I am a self-care, health and fitness coach that loves to empower women to become the best version of themselves physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I am just a small town girl from Louisiana who decided that it was time to share my tried and true secrets to how living life on life's terms has been the key to my success. As I went from being a single mom, struggling in nursing school, marrying the man of my dreams, to becoming a successful director of nursing and then experiencing one of the most surreal moments when my hubby and I both rang the NASDAQ bell in New York City as we were surrounded by our entire family. It was so amazing. Trust me when I tell you that anything in this life is possible. Most days you can find me inspiring my tribe on the gram, making quick and healthy dishes for my hubby, and let's not forget the most important thing, spending time with family, especially my grandbabies. I am so grateful they live right next door. Plus, each week I will be popping into your ears to coach you on how to press on through life's greatest struggles. Let's get started with today's episode. Okay, let's get started. Today we are talking about a hard subject, but I'm really excited and drawn to share what I have learned on this topic through my own personal experiences. I also know that the happiest people are those who have let go of things that held them back in their past. One of those is unforgiveness. So let's get deep. Forgiveness can lead to feelings of understanding, empathy, and compassion for the one who hurt you. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting or excusing the harm done to you or making up with the person who caused you the harm. Forgiveness does bring you a kind of peace that helps you go with life. One of the reasons forgiveness is so complicated is that it is easily confused with what it is not. Before exploring this, Let's try on for size a positive definition of forgiveness that is grounded in current research and thinking on the subject. It is simply this. Forgiveness is the relinquishment of negative emotions such as anger, judgment, and resentment that we have toward another person. Notice that this definition makes no reference to warm, fuzzy feelings or the restoration of an amicable relationship with the forgivee. Forgiveness does not include or necessarily lead to reconciliation. I think that is like key. Reconciliation can accompany or arise from forgiveness, especially when the hurt inflicted is mild and the relationship has been close and ongoing. I mean, that can happen. Partners in healthy marriages, for example, usually cite a capacity for mutual forgiveness as essential to the happiness and longevity of their partnership. But in many cases, reconciliation is not desirable, safe, or perhaps even possible. For example, when an adult is trying to forgive a parent for a childhood abuse, for childhood abuse, reconciliation is often not an appropriate goal, particularly when the parent is unwilling to acknowledge the damage caused. Although most experts agree that repentance on the part of the forgiven person does not need to be a precondition for forgiveness. It is difficult to restore warm relations without the offender recognizing and apologizing for the harm he has caused. Reconciliation is a step beyond forgiveness. Mere forgiveness does not require the acknowledgement or participation of the forgivee. 
A second misunderstanding is that forgiveness relieves the other party a responsibility for what they have done. Forgiveness does not condone nor pardon an offense. This is especially significant when legal factors come into play. Forgiveness does not exonerate others for offenses that should be prosecuted by the law. Third, forgiveness is not the same as discounting or suppressing the hurt we have experienced. We can sometimes be too quick to dismiss the impact of an event on our feelings. After all, the admission of having been hurt requires us to acknowledge our vulnerability and perhaps suppress our anger. This denial and suppression of feelings is not healthy, especially for those of us in recovery. We need to experience our anger and hurt and communicate about it with others before we can move on to the business of forgiving. So sometimes processing it with that trusted friend, that trusted person that you share everything with, um, journaling it in your, in your uh, journal, speaking to God about it, processing it and communicating and getting the anger and the hurt out is necessary, okay? So finally, when we forgive a wrong, it does not mean we forget it. That's a huge misconception. Forgive and forget, forgive and forget. There's a, there's a fine line there. Forgiveness does not always wipe away the hurt we feel, and we may still need to ex- exercise caution in our relationship with the other person so that we don't make ourselves vulnerable to re-entry, re-injury. I am a perfect example of this. I have tried countless times <laughs> to re-engage with my father, who I love dearly. I'm very grateful that he brought life, brought life to me. He uh, helped, you know, whenever I was a single mom and took Mackenzie and I in, him and my mom did. And I was so blessed and so grateful that he did that out of the kindness of his heart and the necessity of what he had to do as a father. And I was so grateful for that. But then thing, when things went bad and his mental illness took over and, and over the years, he was not able to, you know, get to a place where he could ask me for forgiveness. Um, I had to give him forgiveness. And then I would give him forgiveness. I would try to re-engage in a relationship with him and he would basically choose to, um, to treat me in an inappropriate way, verbally and emotionally. And so I had to make a decision that was super hard, very hard as a daughter. And I had to make that break from him. And it has been hard. He's come into my life. Uh, I think the last time I've talked to him was uh, whenever, I didn't even talk to him, but it was my birthday, uh, probably four years ago, where he left me a very inappropriate birthday message. And then he got on my Facebook page and left many inappropriate uh, things on my Facebook page. But more recently, um, it's probably been, well, not a year quite yet, but he got onto my husband's Facebook page and really, really, really hurt hurt him and said things that were inappropriate. He's reached out to my children, both of them, and said inappropriate things. But all through that, I know that he is sick. I know that he has many, many issues of unforgiveness himself and resentment. And so I can see that that's about him and that it's not about me and it's not about my kids and it's not about my husband. And I can let go of that and I can just know that he's my father. He's given me life. He is 
the person that I knew growing up and the person that raised me was not the same person as he is today. And so I've been, I've been blessed and uh, given the grace to accept him for who he is, but I do not have to have a relationship with him, like a verbal ongoing relationship. And that has been so freeing. So, you know, that's, that's, that's about me, <laughs> but I know that me sharing that story is going to help someone know that maybe even through the hardest, most difficult things in your life, you can still forgive someone and have peace for you. You do not have to re-engage in a relationship with them. Um, and finally, we forgive a wrong. It does not mean we forget it. So just remember that. Instead, forgiveness brings the forgiver peace of mind, me, and frees him or her from can- cancer-like anger ugh, and judgment and just something that sticks with you and that can eat at you from the inside. All right? It's just like cancer. While there is some debate over whether true forgiveness requires positive feelings toward the offender, experts agree that is that it at least involves letting go of deeply held negative feelings. In that way, it empowers you to recognize the pain you suffered without letting that pain define you, enabling you to heal and move on with your life. That is so freeing. So how do you do it? Well, let's talk about that, okay? So to forgive another person, we usually need to make a decision to do just that. Down the road, a resentment can resurface and we may need to recommit ourselves to our decision and reapply several of the forgiveness tools we first deployed. I had to do this recently, um, a little less than a year ago. This does not mean that our our original efforts failed. It's just that life is complex and that at different points along the way, our sensitivities can change and things can happen and things can be said, but we have to take care of ourselves and we have to know that we can recommit and make another decision to forgive. And so that's exactly what I did. If you have a resentment you want to be free of, here's here's the one thing that you can do. This is what I did and I highly encourage you to do it. Um, If you will pray for the person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, and their happiness. You will be free, even when you don't really want it for them. And your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. This works. I've done it with my ex-husband, who now I can look at and not want to kill him. (laughs) But, okay, I didn't really ever want to kill him. But you know what I mean. And I have empathy and, you know, understanding and appreciation. And he gave me my daughter, basically, because it took two of us, right? And she was the light of my life and has is still the light of my life um, and my, my son. But there are so many things that I see that are good. You know, I learned so much from that first relationship. Now, do it every day for two weeks. You got to do all this every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and to want it for them. You will realize that there, that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. And I can tell you with my relationship with my first husband, there have been times like with my dad over the years, not recently, but over the years, 
after, you know, forgiving him and getting past this 20 something years ago, um, whenever I was in codependency treat, you know, treatment and recovery, I had moments where it was hard. It was hard to forgive him. And I had to, I had to make a choice. I had to decide it was worth it. So I'd have to say this again. I'd have to do it again for two weeks and again for two weeks. And I can tell you today that, you know, my daughter's wedding three years ago was a blessing. We were all there. Both families were there. You know, his, his uh, new wife and um, children. I mean, it was a beautiful experience. And guess what? I got to give that to my daughter. And that is an amazing gift. We got to give that to her. You know, like I, everything that I did, everything that my husband, Chris, that I have now, showed me you know, to do and helped me to do in regard to my ex-husband's relationship uh, and I's relationship. It really, really helped me because my husband, bless his heart, you know, was the mediator between my husband, my ex-husband and I. That's how bad it was, guys. Okay. So I just want to give you a little bit of real there, right? There's some more real, right? <laughs> but I mean, nobody is Nobody is, you know, um, I don't know, nobody, you know, is, is not going to necessarily have some of these things. I mean, they may not be as big, but they may be bigger than this. And so I hope you find hope in this. So I have done, you know, this prayer practice, like I just said, for some of the hardest resentments in my, in my life that were at my core, y'all. I mean, they were from the smallest things that I had perceived to be huge, like being bullied as a kid, the teachers, you know, that didn't do this or didn't tell me this, the coaches, you know, all the different things, you know, to the biggest ones that rocked my world, that I felt justified in my anger and unforgiveness, like with my dad and with my ex-husband and my cousin who molested me when I was four years old. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that. But you know what? I'm past it. You know, thank you, Jesus, I'm past it. So with all of this, I just want you to know that I'm here and able to talk about this gift of forgiveness because I am. I became willing to do what I had to do to get to the other side. And y'all, the other side for me meant that I wanted peace and I wanted to feel better. I knew that I didn't want to feel angry all the time. I wanted to not have resentment against my daughter's dad so I could be a good mama to her and raise her in a healthy environment. That's why I left in the first place. Not one filled with resentment and justification and anger. You know, I wanted to just be that mom that told her, you know, your dad loves you the best that he can. And he loves you. And that's all I would say. And so she never heard me ever say anything negative about her father. Thank God. Thank God I was not that person. I also wanted to be a good wife to Chris and a good mom to Logan and set an example for both of my children of what forgiveness looks like and how to live through some of the hardest things that you have to deal with. I am here standing today with no resentments in my life. It has been nothing short of a miracle to experience this as I am extremely grateful for the willingness to start and just go through the motions of that exact prayer above. I am proof that it works. I hope that you can find hope in my story. Now that we have some insight on how and why we should forgive others, there are still two more areas and one of them has been more challenging for me. This one seems to be always needed because the person that I am the hardest on is myself. So let's start with forgiving ourselves. 
So many of us think, I should be achieving this. I should be this kind of person. I should have done more than I have by this time in my life. I shoulda, 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 shoulda. I certainly was burdened by these kinds of thoughts and, I, and they still today can rise up for me. I have to remember that God is the only one who is perfect. We have to be able to say, Missy or self, I forgive you for not being perfect. And I thank you, God, that you are right now making me into all that you created me to be. It's on his time, not mine. And I get mixed up sometimes in the timeline. <laughs> I want it now. I don't know if you can, you can uh, relate to that, but listen, it's on his time, not ours. Some of us have to forgive ourselves for the mistakes we have made. There was a time in my young adult life where I wanted to do things my way. I was angry at the world and I wasted a few years trying to make a relationship work that never had a fighting chance, forgetting who I was, turning myself inside out for the approval of others and dabbling in drugs and alcohol. When I was finally able to forgive myself for all these things, I realized that God could use even those experiences where I was at the lowest low for his glory. I am now able to speak into the lives of women who have committed these same errors and these same misjudgments and made these same mistakes. They see that what God has helped me to overcome is possible for them too. Besides forgiving others and yourself, you must also check to see if you need to forgive God. If you've been mad at him, say so. Here are just some examples. God, I've been mad at you ever since my diagnosis of cancer. Fill in the blank. God, I've been mad at you since my failed divorce, first marriage. God, I've been mad at you ever since I didn't get that job I prayed for. I just knew I was supposed to get that job. Why didn't you give me that job? Be honest. You won't crush God's ego. Release the hurt and let yourself cry. Tears are freeing and healing. Say this simple prayer, God, I confess my hurt and my anger and my hardness of heart toward you. I no longer hold that against you. And I'm here to tell you that if you do have a resentment against God for something that has happened in your life, it is okay because he never left you. He's not left you because you're angry at him. He's never going to leave you and he's right there. All you have to do is ask for, you know, confess that you're hurt and that you don't understand and that you're angry with him. And then you just let yourself know that you don't know, you no longer hold that resentment toward him. That simple prayer that I just gave you, God, I confess my hurt and my anger and my hardness of my heart to you, towards you. I no longer hold that against you. That is so freeing. Don't you feel the power in that? Forgiveness is ongoing because once you've dealt with the past, constant infractions occur in the present. None of us get by without having our pride wounded or being manipulated, offended, or hurt by someone. Each time that happens, it leaves a little scar on the soul, if not confessed and dealt with. Besides that, unforgiveness also separates you from people you love. Ugh, this is a huge one. All right? They sense a spirit of unforgiveness in you, even if they can't identify it, and it makes them uncomfortable and distant with you. You may be thinking, I don't have to worry about this because I have no unforgiveness toward anyone. But forgiveness also has to do with not being critical of others. So you have to watch that and be mindful as th of that as well. 
It has to do with keeping in mind that people are often the way they are because of how life has shaped them. You have to make sure that if you're judging anyone, you just don't know what they're going through. If they're having a bad time, if they're having a bad day, it's not about you. It can definitely be about them and what they're going through. I know this personally from family members who, who do this and it's, it's heart wrenching to watch, but it's not about me. It's about them and it's about their hurt and their, their life and what they haven't gone through yet or they haven't healed from, the trauma that they haven't healed from. That's where that all stems from. And so I just want to encourage you to know that there is healing that can occur. So, you know, I began to truly forgive my dad when I realized how sick he really is to have done the things he had done in his life and hurt the people that he hurt in his life. We all need to remember that God is the only one who knows the whole story and therefore we never have the right to judge, okay? We never have the right to judge, but it's so easy, right? It's so easy to judge, but whenever you're judging, you are out of alignment with God's will. God's will does not want you to judge. And so if you are being judgy right now, and if you can think about things, and yes, this might be triggering you right now, and you might be thinking of some things that you've been judging others for, guess what? You have to stop, all right? Because it's not helping you in your life. It's not helping you be the best version of yourself for you, for your husband, for your wife, if you're a man listening to this, for your significant other, your partner, your children, your grandchildren, your daughters, your sons, your grandparents, your mother and father. It's not helping you be the best version for them, okay? So being chained in unforgiveness keeps you from healing, joy, and restoration that are there for you. Being released into the future God has for you means letting go of all that has happened in the past. You owe yourself the ability to let it go, and that starts with forgiveness. You don't have to, you know, you have to forgive and not expect the other person to, you know, own up to their story. Or my dad still hasn't. All right. And, you know, that's just another story all in of itself. But it's not about him. It's about me. Right. It's about me now. It's about my life. What do I want for my life? Do I want anger and resentment and hatred and doubt and all these different things that are just horrible? Or do I want love? Do I want peace? Do I want to feel good? Do I want joy in my life and restoration and healing? Yes, that's what I want. That's what I want for you. And so this is how you have to get it. You have to let go of the past. You have to let go of the past. It doesn't mean you forget. It just means that you forgive and you let go of all that resentment and that hurt. So here are a few prayers you can say as you navigate through forgiveness. Here's one to, for prayer, a prayer to forgive yourself. God, I know that you have forgiven me for fill in the blank. I thank you for your unconditional love and grace. I am truly sorry and wish to overcome these tendencies. Now, Father, help me forgive myself. Erase my guilt and create a new heart within me. Here's one in forgiving God. God, I admit that I am upset with you because of... Help me see things through love and from your perspective. 
I know you are a good God and I have and you have my best interests in mind at all times. Forgive me for holding this against you. Heal me of my disappointment. And here's another one for forgiveness of others. God has blank has hurt me in this way. And you name the way. I do not understand why this has happened, but I know that you want me to forgive him. Help me to walk in his shoes and understand what would make him do or say this. Help me to be completely released from all unforgiveness. Help me to see through the lens of love. I hope and I pray that you will take this lesson on forgiveness and see how the power of forgiveness can help you step into becoming the best version of who you were created to be, which is the beautiful spirit that you are, who is free of fear, free of hatred, free of discourse, free of confusion, free of resentment, and free of unrest. And that you can rest and know that God has the power to heal you and to heal your unforgiving heart. Because once you make that decision and you take action and you show up, you will start the ball rolling. And that's all it takes is a little bit of momentum. And it will start to roll and keep doing it for two weeks. Two weeks, whether you believe it or not, say these prayers and say the one I gave you at the beginning of this. Rewind this and listen to it again. This is a podcast that you can share with others and you can um, release a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety in your life and a lot of just um, unjust, you know, un, unwill and just horrible things in your life if you're just willing to start, just willing to take one little step and go forward. That's what I hope and I pray for you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Reignite Your Light podcast. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I want to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at Missy Mo and send me a direct message with your favorite part of today's show. I can't wait to be friends and hear from you. Oh, and one more thing. Make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop weekly. And until next time, have an awesome week and remember to go out there and live your life to the fullest. Love yourself first and shine your beautiful light for the world to see just how amazing you truly are.